Welcome to Spooky mm. Casual, the spookiest gaming show in the world. I'm your host, Sedge, and I'm joined by my co-host, Lightsaber Ninja. Mm. <laughs> uh, don't mind him, he's uh, currently doing things with ghosts. And control freak. Evening. Dan Aykroyd type thing. And Twilight. This is the wrong week for this. We're a week early. Who cares? Doesn't matter. It's the Tec spooky month. Hey, last year we did four spooky episodes. This year they're only getting two. <laughs> because I'm an idiot and bad at planning. Did any of those Besides, four spooky episodes actually get aired or did we scrap those with the last three incarnations of the show? What, the creepy episodes? Pretty much. There there were four episodes last year called Spooky Casual. Do you not remember that? She I think that was before you... Show. I think that was before you made me a host. Was it? I'm pretty sure you were there for that. Oh, I was listening. Doesn't mean I was actually participating. Fair. <laughs> Fair enough. Like, I've been listening right. for far longer than I've been talking. Before we get into the, uh... The spooky things. Light's got some news he wants to cover, so Light, go for it. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, last week, didn't really bring any news. Um, because I had totally forgotten about all of the news. Uh, everything about the PS5 was finally revealed. That was a while ago, though, it's, wasn't it? It's made of liquid gold and sadness. Well, a little while ago, which, you know, every week that we do the news is like we're talking about the previous week. Um, yeah, because it all comes out on Wednesday. Right? Um, so they did a teardown of the console. It's huge. And it's got the most massive uh, heat sink you've ever seen in your life. Um, and then everybody was like, well, I wish that they'd show the UI like they did with the PS4, but I guess they're just not gonna. And then after everybody's podcast came out last week, PlayStation showed off the UI. Oh, by the it way, we forgot this slide last week. Uh, here's your user interface for when you're playing the games. It's, it's weird. I don't think it's necessarily bad. It's definitely better than Xbox's user interface. It looks like the it, it looks, looks like, like a the user interface. I was gonna say it looks like the user interface on a smart TV. Yeah, I, I think it it still in, it evokes the PS4. It evokes Sony. That, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm going Sony. for. It's it's very Sony in its setup because for Microsoft, it's usually. It's all words. It's not images. Like, at least, I mean, I haven't turned on my Xbox in... It's mostly pictures now. Is it? No, they must be. Yeah. Okay, they've changed that over time. But, like, with Xbox, I and always think, like... Menus. Yeah, you're, you're looking at menus on menus, and you're, like, shifting full pages to get to one interface for one specific thing. Whereas when you're looking at, like, when I look at Sony's, 
they've got buttons for everything. So it's like if you recognize what the button's image is, you'll know what the t whatever it accesses. So it's like the one photo I've got up right now, I see two games, PlayStation Plus, PlayStation Now, uh, Remote Play, Screen Capture, another game, and Party Menu. Yep. And it's like I see, I see just the tiny icon and I know what I'm going into. But that's all on the one screen. Whereas with Xbox, it's like, all right, you want to play games? That's on this tab. You want to do your party menu stuff? That's on this tab. And you have to, like, press fucking RB four times to scroll over to it. Or go to the guide and then scroll over three tabs on the guide. And Yeah. 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 Like, give, give, me, give me one to two pages to access all of your primary stuff. Cause, and I'm looking at this, and they've got games, media. There are your tabs. Like, yeah, I don't, you, you don't really need more than that. Maybe a settings tab, but settings might be... Actually, no, they have settings. It's right by the search menu. So, hey. <laughs> no, it's pretty wild. Uh, Xbox has uh, vastly improved to what it was when the initial Xbox One dashboard came out. And yet, well, oh, it's yeah. still the ugliest, most clunky fucking thing in the world. God, the original Xbox user interface. And like, when they launched the new Xbox experience on 360, and when they launched Windows Phone 8, both of those were like sleek and, and subtle. Oh yeah, I miss my little Xbox avatar. And his fancy little outfits. Now they're all miss... just silently standing there, asleep, for all eternity, never to be God. awoken again. God, that's depressing. It's kind of like your old Minecraft dog. Uh, oh, but back to PS5, Mr. Fluffles. <laughs> um, back to the realm of Sony's... living. Sony's been saying that 99% of PS4 games will be backwards compatible with PS5. Um, <clears throat> it turns out that there are only 10 games that won't play. And the 10 are? I don't have a list of them. I can Honestly, tell you you can't play Hitman bad. Go. That That's oh, not well, bad at all. Only 10? No, yeah. it, they're, they're not popular games. Yeah. So really, it doesn't Let's be honest, it doesn't really matter if yeah. you can't see them. Yeah. And then or if you can't play them because nobody's going to want to anyway. Yeah. yeah. And then that PS Plus Classics uh thing that they announced is actually a service that comes to you if you have PlayStation Plus. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is probably I... direct streaming of retro games. Yeah. Well, it's it's for like old PS4 titles, and possibly three. It it's like paying for Game Pass, except it's older titles, not newer titles. Right, and it's bundled at, in with your PlayStation Plus. Yeah, makes me think of PlayStation Now, but better. Yeah, they basically wrapped um, it up into one because PlayStation Now was its own paid feature. And a nightmare. Yeah. Don't forget about that. 
I never actually had it. So. Nor did I. Because I heard it was bad. Well, initially it was like its own little console thing. Like you had its, it had its own little box that you plugged in, and everything was on that, and had its own oh, yeah, service. That's right. They they kind of tried to do it like the Steam box. Yeah, it uh, it didn't go very far. I I remember yeah. when I was working in a game store, and that thing was just on the shelf. PlayStation TV. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted that. one. Did not do you are well. One of four people in the world who wanted one. <laughs> You could probably still find one. Probably. I mean, it's basically a Vita. But they never came out with games that I cared about. That's why I never looked into it. That's why a lot of people didn't look into it. Yeah. Almost like something else that people don't look into anymore because nothing's on it. Google Stadia. Ooh. Yeah. Calling it, them it, out. It has, it has like five games that people care about and then everyone else is like eh, no we're not supporting this there's so no point um to, there's no point to supporting this the games all look like crap no because... uh, no the, the games actually looked good if you had a dedicated internet line to it that's if the you problem, yeah though. if you used the wi-fi then yeah the games looked like crap but if you if you if you hardlined it it looked good. I will I will give it that. But a lot of people didn't hardline it. They had it Oh know, yeah, it was on the on opposite the side of their Yeah, they it was on the opposite side of the house from the Wi-Fi and they were expecting, you know, 4K quality and hyper fast speeds from this tiny little box. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's not what you're going to get. Yeah. It's and that's that is a I will say that is a problem that I never thought would come up as much as it does. And I guess this is just a tech world thing. Is the over assumption of the capabilities of new product. Like everyone thinks that Wi-Fi is this magical, all powerful Internet source. It's like, no. No, you've got more things in your house right now that fuck up your Wi-Fi than you will ever understand. Oh, yeah. You got a microwave? That's going to fuck with your stuff. You uh, you got a dishwasher? That's going to fuck with your stuff. You have you anything have that is... <laughs> yeah, you have walls? Yeah, your walls are going to fuck with it, and anything in your walls are going to fuck with it. Is there any so... electricity in those walls? Yeah. You, get, you got power lines in your house? Does your house have electricity? That's going to fuck with your Wi-Fi. You'll be fine as long as you don't have electricity or metal. Yeah. And and so, yeah, that that is my problem. Words. That isn't on Stadia. I will I will say this. Like, Google Stadia, no, that's... If, if they had... I don't want to say they should have put out a user manual for how the internet and Wi-Fi works to people. <laughs> but, but they should have put out a user manual. I guess. I guess, like... There, there needs to be a PSA to people for how does Wi-Fi work? Because the problem is, <clears throat> yeah, but well, no, Google's Here... also a company that pushes Wi-Fi. Here's the problem. You, well, that's fine. You can still push Wi-Fi, but even if you explain to people how Wi-Fi works, like you give them 
a layman's description of Wi-Fi, right? So, so simple, even a moron could understand it. People will still look at that. Scratch their it, head and throw it try away. Try to understand it. And then a week later, as they're trying to figure out what the hell is wrong with their Wi-Fi, they're still going to look at it and go, I don't understand. What do you mean that electromagnetic energy can fuck up my Wi-Fi signal? What do you mean having 28 devices on my internet is bad? Yeah. And that's that's what it always boils down to, especially for any type of streaming gaming service. Like, that's going to be a problem when Game Pass fully... Like, when they start doing game streaming for Game Pass and stuff like that is... If you're in a house with 50 devices, if you have a smart house, your thermostat is on the Wi-Fi, your refrigerator is on the Wi-Fi, your TV is on the Wi-Fi, and you're trying to use your phone for its Wi-Fi to stream your games, you're not getting that 4K. You're just not. No. It, it It's not going to happen. Is it capable of it? If you were... You know, the only device on that network? Sure thing. Not a problem. You're... What am I hearing? I don't know. What are you hearing? Might be birds. Sorry, I'm... Uh, that was weird. My... No, that was on my end. There was something on my computer that decided to start making noise. So in the background, oh, I just hear what sounds like this very quiet microphone. Like, start talking to me. Huh. Maybe my computer is haunted. Guys, I Welcome. had that paused. Welcome, listeners, to We Sometimes Have Weird Tech Issues. Yep. Um, but no, it, long story short, people don't understand Wi-Fi, and that is the downfall of Stadia. And for the most part, I do want to say, though, thing. Uh, even in beta, xCloud was working over 4G networks. 4G is still Wi-Fi. No, I'm 4G mobile. That's it's still, still technically wireless. That The whole it's, idea, like, cell phones I, I know. basically run on super-powered Wi-Fi. And God help you if you run your streaming service through your data, because that's just going to crank it quick. Yeah, your cell phone company will throttle you real quick. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But what I'm saying is that games did stream through it pretty reliably. Yeah. And which, and this goes a bit more down the tech hole, um, is somewhat interesting because cell phones primarily run on uh, a audio medium which actually has less verification even than video streaming. So they're both a streaming uh, process, but audio streaming and video streaming actually have less, uh, they have a variance in the amount of checking that it does. So your audio quality, what you would normally get from a cell phone is... Uh, a little less stringent than what you would get for a video through uh like I'm trying to think 
I mean, hell, Netflix kind of does that. But yeah, the packet verification is not as big of an importance on cell phone. Sorry, tech hole. I'll shut up. They were right. just, yeah. We went down an interesting hole there. So going, uh, going back to the PS5, disappointingly, you get 600 gigs of storage. Not so disappointingly, that... you can upgrade. Yeah, let's talk about. Well, I'm I'm gonna get to that. But, um, but back to the disappointing that that upgrade storage is gonna cost you a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. So the memory card for the Series X is 220 bucks for one terabyte. You can only get one terabyte. As of right now, Western Digital released the first NVMe SSD that is compatible with PS5. Um. Which I got to laugh because whenever the, everything was announced, none of this shit was supposed to come out until next year. Uh, and not only did we have that, but NVIDIA also, you know, unveiled their new graphics card. Uh, AMD just unveiled all their new tech uh, a couple weeks uh, ago. And like, it's like e -e. the console manufacturers are like, why now, guys? We're just about to release. <laughs> like you couldn't have held off for a month. We said that we were tippy top of the line when we launched. Um, of course, but they anyway, hold off. They need Nvidia has to be has to remind people. It's like, yeah, the consoles are tippy top of the line, but we also exist. Yeah. And it's just the meme that's been flying around where it's like consoles say, "Yeah, we're finally catching up to PC game," and then just PC Nvidia. Nope. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, but the uh. The new PS5 SSDs that were launched, you can get them in 500 gig, one terabyte, or two terabyte. The one terabyte model is going to cost 230 bucks. Fuck. The, also, the thing is, though, like, because Microsoft is all proprietary, those prices are never going to drop. Yeah. Yeah. Since, the prices for the Sony ones will, though. Yeah. And well, and part of the reason I think that those will drop sooner, especially, is depending on the size, you're going to start seeing Sony cameras using these SSDs. Like you're, you'll you'll see these SSDs popping up in other technology, which is well, what we happened will originally. Definitely, even even if uh, the price comes down over time, uh, with xbox we're definitely going to see it drop faster for playstation because it's open to more than one company yeah uh the other thing though that's a little worrying on that end just to make sure everybody's aware like just storage mediums suck this gen uh is that um they there's not a lot of clearance uh all these new N uh, nvme drives uh need their own heating solution well cooling solution um, and some of the drives that come out might have heat sinks that are too big to actually fit into the PlayStation, even if they're compatible. So they'll need to remain external anyway. Yeah. Uh, on that end, Digital Foundry did a huge deep dive with the Series X using an external NVMe drive, uh, an external SSD, and an external hard drive compared with the 
uh, internal NVMe. Uh, this was before any next gen games. Whenever all anybody had to use was backwards back compat mode. Um, and they discovered because a lot of outlets like IGN and stuff said like you want to put your games on the internal SSD. But from the test that Digital Foundry ran, if you get for back compat specific for your PS4 games, for your uh, Xbox One games, if you get a decent USB 3.0 solid state drive external, you'll be fine. You'll still see a huge boost in load time because neither backwards compatibility mode on PlayStation 5 or Xbox One fully uses the velocity architecture or whatever they're calling their new tech. So right. next-gen games got to go on an NVMe, yes. But backwards compatible games, you'll be fine. Yeah. And I mean, that's... In, there were some cases where games actually... Like, there were some cases where the external NVMe obviously did its job. But there were there were a few games where the solid state drive was either just two seconds behind or in one game's case it actually loaded fast. Right. Well. I mean it's good that we now know quite a bit more about the PS5's architecture. Yeah. And and uh, how fucking massive it is. Yeah, you know what they released that the details i'm surprised people were so taken aback by how huge it was i no it's because they released the details in a text form people read that and they don't understand how big that actually is until they see it in a picture yeah but other nerds did like comparison pictures of it well yeah but normal people don't look at that i'm sorry it, it they don't like they don't watch those videos they look for the official releases and that's it I mean, considering the Xbox X, SSX, however you want to end up acronyming these oh, new Oh, God, consoles, is this how you... This is how SSX returns. XSX? <laughs> but no, like, you compare that, that thing's at least as wide as two Xbox Ones. Original yeah. Xbox Ones were. No, Xbox One Xs. No. It's two Xbox One Xs stacked on top of each other no have you have you seen the compare like the actual like width yeah. size comparison like frontal scale yeah because the one i'm seeing it's two original xbox one x's stacked on each other not one it not the one x back, oh I mean, yeah it it's it's a it's a pillar so front and the side are the same which okay width so but. sony showed off the teardown and in the teardown, they showed, like, every every PS5 comes with a little stand. It has a little screw module in it. You need the stand whether you're holding it vertical or uh, horizontal. And <clears throat> Xbox finally got their uh, revenge for uh, uh, the whole, this is how you share games on PS4. By <laughs> doing, <clears throat> by <clears throat> tweeting out a picture of, this is how you you know, change your console from vertical to horizontal and they just like laid it down because it has the legs. That, and it was cute and it was funny. That was a that was hilarious. I enjoyed that quite a bit. 
but god that console looks so fucking ugly it's a fridge when it's on its side it looks ugly standing up it's a square it i is think a it looks i think it looks cool and kind of sleek when it's vertical i mean it's just the monolith from yeah it looks like it's gonna try to take over my house i'm sorry dave i'm afraid well, that's I how nine thousand that's not the monolith. I know. The monolith was... Why am I blanking on the movie? Because I don't 2001. want 2001. Yeah, 2001. They're both 2001. I know. Well, just imagine if that little Xbox symbol can glow red. <laughs> then it is just then it, hell. Then it is just hell. <laughs> I'm afraid I It'd can't It'd be cool if it could glow at all. It, it can. Hal, I need you to start up Halo 5. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Why not, Hal? I appear to have an internal issue. And it just starts blinking red. <laughs> just Shane, why'd you leave your why'd you leave your house? My Xbox started talking to me and blinking red, and I just didn't feel safe there anymore. But uh I mean the PS5 just looks like it's gonna send me to the Shadow Realm. It does. It also looks like routers from the future. Yeah. It either needs a spiky haircut or it needs to have the modem bars on the side. I was about to say, a spiky haircut or 85 antennas coming off of it. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, alright. So, this has been the news for this week. Wait, I got a couple more details. Go Is that for it. Right? I mean, what are they? Are they more on the systems or what? Yeah. I didn't know there was much else going on with it aside from like, yeah, you can do an easy teardown for the PS5 compared to the Xbox, where unless oh, well, you, you have a goddamn engineering degree, you're not getting inside that thing. Well, you you have to void your warranty on the PS5 if you want to tear it down. Like, you can only pop off the sides and the base. I mean, yeah, that's always been the case. Um, but no, uh, Sony still hasn't explained what will happen with our save files. Even though it should be easy to just say, yeah, no, the whole reason we have cloud saves is for moments like these. But for some reason, they won't answer anybody about it. Um, Spider-Man, Miles Morales is a whole story in itself. The PS5 yeah. versus the PS4 version. I mean, they've they've updated all the graphics and not necessarily for the better when it comes to the faces. I don't mind that. Like, I get... Uh, like, I didn't, you know, play through Spider-Man, so I'm not attached to that Peter face. I never liked it. But no, that what I mean is that, like, there's a whole clusterfuck of buying the game... For PS4 versus PS5, what you get, what comes with it, how to get your save files over. Like, if you buy a PS5 and you buy the PS5 version of uh, Miles Morales, uh, the, the version that comes with the Ultimate Edition of the other Spider-Man game, 
and you've already played through Spider-Man, you don't get any of your PS4 saves. They do not carry it. Oh, fuck that shit. But if you buy the PS4 version, you could play it on 5 and play it with your save files. You just... You don't get that, any of the PS5 features. That is poor planning on their part. Yeah. That is incredibly poor planning on their part. I feel like it's something that would get patched. And I then, feel like it is too, but... Running through quickly on the Xbox side, uh, something like 70% of backwards compatible games are just having like HDR support uh, added to it using that system that they used for Gears. Um, and Halo the Master Chief Collection will run at 4K 120 frames per second on each day. And it's going to have, with the new update, it's going to have uh, FOV sliders, and I think they're bringing mouse and keyboard support to the Xbox. There hmm. is already mouse and keyboard support, and yeah, it'll have FOV sliders. Um, also, with the new update that's coming out, crossplay is going to be a thing, so we can play with PC. Not that I already don't yeah. play on PC. Anyway... Also, I'm holding this up. Also, uh, the rumors are going around that Microsoft might be looking into buying Valve. Again? Yeah. Wasn't this like a four-year-old thing? Yeah, but now that they actually like plop down the money for Bethesda, now everybody's like, oh shit, this might happen. Uh, There's more to push to it. There's actually been like, there's been some behind-the-scenes wheeling and dealing with uh, Valve for steam and stuff well yeah oh i mean now oh random story uh every sale every xbox sale like of a game for the series uh x and s made it gamestop gamestop is going to get a small commission up yeah because microsoft owns them now they don't own them they made a deal with them they they made a deal with them to replace their their computer systems with like surfaces and stuff. But nobody knows what Microsoft gets out of this deal. It's just a hey, here's some money to keep you afloat. Here's some money so you don't have to shut your well, doors. They forever. probably get some sort of exclusivity deal with GameStop, and a lot of like GameStop might offer more deals on Microsoft based products. Well, it was originally speculated that. Uh, it was because GameStop would now be a provider besides the Microsoft Store where you can go in and do the all-access leasing program without having to go online or find a Microsoft Store. Like, you could just walk in, pay $35, and walk out with a Series X. Oh, yeah. I I could see that, especially since but for a while turned... GameStop had their credit card thing. But yeah. then it turned out that Walmart and Best Buy also have that same deal with microsoft right now you can walk in and do the all access program so yeah there's something going on with the gamestop thing the final thing uh it's predicted that switch is going to be the actual uh best-selling console this holiday uh nintendo's being sued over the um the joy con drift saying that it's a uh oh what's that called when people do like apple does planned obsolescence yeah obsolescence, oh. which is apparently illegal in France where the lawsuit's happening. I didn't know that. I thought that was something we just let companies do. So why has France not why have French people not sued cell phone companies then? I don't know. It, do they just not know about it in cell phones or do they not care? 
You like, have to know about it because when it comes to apples specifically, like I thought that that was like a that's their that's their fucking business. Well, that's the yeah. only thing for any cell phone company. After two years, your cell phone starts to deteriorate. But um, hell, after about a year and a half. But they make a strong case for the Joy-Con drift one. Uh, anyway, actual important news for Nintendo. So Metroid has been hiring people. I haven't I haven't talked about this because it didn't matter before. Um, matters to but, me well retro studios was like hiring new game directors and stuff like that now they have hired uh testers and um storyboard artists and we know that like when you're developing a game story is usually the last thing you work on and so uh that's I'm not saying that Metroid's coming out anytime soon. It, I mean, they've been working on it for quite a few years now, even if you count But it's also from... gone through about three or four reworks. That's what I mean, but e even if you count from the time that they actually, like, rebooted it and gave it to Retro Studios, it's still been about two years. Um, but the point is, is if they're at that moment where they're hiring people to test their gameplay system and start doing the story... Metroid 4, man. Closer than I mean, we thought. I'm hoping for it. Me too. And with that, I covered literally everything from last week and this week that I could think of that I didn't last week. Well done. Fantastic. We're going to take a quick ad break and then we'll be back with some spooky stuff, so don't go anywhere. Hey everyone, it's Anton, host of the Discount Podcast. Look man, monies can suck a lot. The weekend's over, you gotta go back to work. Maybe you can't stand your coworkers, which is likely. Whatever the case may be, we can help you make your Monday just a little bit better. Check out our show, the Discount Podcast, where we talk about nonsense and anything and everything. It's always fun, it's not always politically correct, and it's just us. So tune in and let us make the start of your week not suck quite so much. Available wherever you can listen to podcasts. New episodes up every Monday. Discount Podcast, the DP. You didn't expect it, but you might like it. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Hey, I'm Lucas, the host of Wonder Soul, a weekly podcast series featuring a variety of topics dealing with life's many passions and experiences. Join me and friends each week as I discuss topics ranging from pop culture to real-life conversations that all can find relatable. New episodes bring new guests and new topics and release every Friday. More content can be found on Wonder Soul's YouTube and Twitch channels. Stay up to date and connect with Wonder Soul through social media by following us on Twitter and Instagram. And we hope that you enjoy Wonder Soul wherever you listen to podcasts. So do good and take care. And we're back. And we're here with spooky stories from the gaming industry. And I, a competent show host, would insert creepy music here, a lightning blast, and I'm just not going to do that because I'm not. Yeah, because I have light and I don't need let's, to. Let's hop into some phasmophobia. We can get plenty of scary sounds there. <laughs> I'm the Michael that... Winslow of the podcast. God, all we, all, we would, all we would need is the goddamn grudge sound, and that's enough to... <laughs> make my hair stand on end <laughs> yep there it is or the sound of the reanimators oh god that's not better 
like I said, not better. Or also from Phasma, just the ghost whispering, Hi there. In your ear. I've never had it do that. It, I don't know what it, it was something. It basically came up uh, to me and said, hello there. You just <laughs> reminded me of another story that I got to bring in. Oh, God. All right. Well, we're going to start off with one that's not. It's not so much a creepy story as it is just a gaming myth that has some creepy connotations to it based on the creepypasta. Okay. So, <clears throat> for those of you who haven't played Minecraft, a couple years ago, there were several stories regarding an NPC in the game who looked exactly like Minecraft Steve, the standard player model, but with white glowing eyes. And he would appear in your game, do nothing, run away, and then your game world would proceed to, like, glitch out, and then he'd try to kill you. Oh, that's different than what I heard. Well, we're getting there. Oh, okay. The, the original story was a player met a player in the game, the player that he met ran away, and things suddenly started going wonky in the world. So weird structures, trees with no leaves. And uh, he went onto a forum to ask about it. And eventually somebody with the username Herobrine showed up and just said, stop. And other players started coming forward admitting like, oh, I've also seen that in the game. And according to this version of the story that I have, the original poster went on to ask the creator of Minecraft, Notch, yeah. about it. And basically, Hero Brian was found out to be the supposed username of his brother, who when asked about it, Notch replied, I did have a brother, but he's he's dead. So the myth became that hero brian the mythical player of minecraft was actually the ghost of notch's brother which notch has come out on twitter and said he never had a brother exactly yeah so, but, like that little footnote that says hero brian removed yeah but in every update since pretty much He oh god but yeah, <laughs> cuts out right well, then and that's the thing every every yeah i'm pretty sure he was gonna say every update since there has been a footnote at the end for the removal of hero brine yep. the thing is the most recent update did not have that statement in it because uh notch isn't part of anything to do with minecraft anymore it was well, still even... no it's the most recent it, it was still a thing even after Notch sold the company to Microsoft. Yeah. So it's just been the most recent update that that has not been aligned. So maybe we'll see a resurgence in Herobrine sightings. Yeah. So for those of you who still play Minecraft, be on the lookout for Herobrine. <laughs> that sounds like now. Keep an eye out for Herobrine. Well, 
yeah, keep an eye out for Herobrine. Yeah. yeah. So, not so much a creepy story, except for the, you know, dead brother thing, but very still gaming well, mythos. If, if, like, so some of the other, some of the other stories of just Herobrine being a, a random NPC that builds tunnels and uh, pyramids in your world, that's that's pretty creepy. Yeah. That is the one reason I hate building long, straight tunnels. And you look around every corner, and you don't expect you to see a zombie or a skeleton. You're scared that you'll see another player. Well, that's only if you're playing on multiplayer servers. Man. Yeah, but Unless you still get that chill even in a single player. Or at least I do. I get it more in a single player, honestly. But, uh, all right, uh, Light, you want to bring up the next one? Uh, okay, I got one. I got one. If we're gonna, if we're gonna slowly work our way to scary, um, Final Fantasy VIII. Uh, okay. Like the Beatles, Squall is dead. I, I, I literally did that because Paul is dead. <laughs> I, <laughs> I am familiar with the, uh, with the myth, yeah. So, Final Fantasy VIII had a lot on its shoulders having to live up to Final Fantasy VII. And a lot of people were disappointed in it because, I guess, when you start on disc one, it's pretty grounded adventure, and then disc two, it everything goes out the window. And it becomes real fantastical by the end. Right? Time travel, mm -hmm. bitch. But the thing is, is that at the end of disc one... Wall is stabbed through the chest. And then when you start up disc two, and then that's when. And of course, this is the time his internet connection decides to take a shit. Yep. I, I, I know what he's talking about. I have read that one before. Well, then maybe you can give us the rundown. So, as you, like, as he was saying, disc one, it all does feel fairly grounded, you know. Kid in school, kid in a mercenary school, going through the ropes of that, and then goes on his, you know, one of his first major missions. And during the course of it, he gets stabbed through the gut by a giant ice spear. And then you wake up, like that, as he said, like end of disc one, going to disc two, and you wake up and you're fine. Like no scar, they don't mention it. Nobody brings up the fact that you were impaled. impaled. Yeah, except for the end boss fight, you get a glimpse of uh, Squall with his uh, with a hole in his face. Hmm. But yeah, and I mean, you're you are right that that game does kind of kick it up to a ridiculous degree uh, when you get into disc two. I mean, you go to space, you crash down from space, you travel through time, you find out that. We don't have to dig too far into it. This is one of my unimportant ones. Yeah, and I mean, they literally do never touch on it again. It was almost like it was an oversight. Like, yeah, we'll just end it there, and then they can start disc two from here. Yeah. But it, it's, a, it's a neat little theory, and I liked it, and I thought it was spooky enough. But that's just a theory. A game theory. 
Sorry. And Sorry. we just get hit with a cease and desist. Sorry. <laughs> I lost control. Uh, uh, I mean, that's fair. But yeah. So, it's a neat... I mean, that's definitely a neat theory is that Squall's been dead the whole time. Yeah. Or in a coma. I, I would probably or, put it more in a coma than dead. What is this fucking Metal Gear Solid? Oh, God. Which one was or it? Pokemon. Where Snake might have been in a coma. Or Pokemon. Fifth. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the whole... Actually, part, the coma of it, thing. part of the whole thing with Snake was actually in a coma the whole time, yeah. And they just which I mean he wasn't because he was the guy you meet at the beginning of the game. <laughs> that, that whole game was just ridiculous. It was. A metal gear game. Get out of here. A metal ridiculous. gear game being ridiculous? That's what? that's absurd. Yeah. But uh alright. So we have that. Um I think next up on the list is kind of a creepy one that has to do with telling the future and the past. I can see the future. <laughs> <laughs> I quit the show. <laughs> Fuck you all. Gohan becomes the most powerful being in the universe and still does do crap. But, uh... So for those of you who've played Fallout 3. Are, are we going into sensual cast? Like gaming yep. sensual? <laughs> <laughs> so for you lucky listeners that have played Fallout 3. This is the <laughs> ASMR section of the podcast. It was supposed to sound creepy, okay? Uh, I... more smooth talk. Yeah, I realize that now. But, uh, yeah. If you are playing Fallout 3 and you go to a certain location in the world, the mountainous re region around Raven Rock, the Ferris Wheel and Point Lookout, having killed three dogs, or Tenpenny Tower, and you've killed three dog. The station that he was on would start repeating digits from one to nine in a, mon in a monotonous voice. His voice, actually, but not in his normal upbeat personality. It's very monotone. And the numbers are nonsense. And then it will be a couple sentences of morse code before i don't want to set the world on fire starts playing again and the broadcast returns to normal so according to myth the morse code is actually predicts actual events the first one being the death of gary cole yes the death of Gary Coleman, as well as uh, One, the Gulf two, oil five, spill. Five, two, eight, something like that. And the dates are... I mean, so this game came out after both of these events. No, well, 
No, Fallout 3 came out in 2008. Gary Coleman died in 2010. Oh. Hmm. So my information's wrong. But The uh, thing is, is that they, they predicted the death of the Queen and uh, uh, that Britney Spears would win an Oscar in 2023. And the Queen's death already passed. That's the one that didn't come. Yeah, that was March 19th, 2014. But as we all know, the Queen can't die. Now, I want to say... She is one of the seven immortals. I want to say just this past week, I don't know if anybody... I'm sure you guys don't keep up with the drama of Britney Spears' life, but just this past week, she was granted the ability to hire her own legal team as she tries to fight for uh, 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 emancipation. Basic human rights. Custody of her own estate. Yeah. And so, given everything that's going on with Hollywood and everything, hey, maybe 2023 is her year to win an Oscar. Maybe. But yes. So... There's also uh, references to past events such as the uh, execution, assassination, execution, assassination of uh, President Lincoln and the 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 line reads, he's dead and the blame will probably be placed on that actor Booth. Johnson better not cheat me out of the payment. That's funny. Yes. Poor Johnson. Uh, Another one, I can't believe they've actually done it. Not long left the noise. I can't take the noise anymore. I have a pistol in the attic. Whoa. <laughs> Dark. There is an extended version of that, according to the rumors, that says, I can't believe they've actually done it. Not long left. They were warned, but they just had to keep pushing the boundaries of science. The noise, I can't take the noise anymore in the light. Dear God, the universe is slowly unraveling around us. I'm not going to wait for death. I have a pistol in the attic. There is no and then date that's given when you find this. the vault with all the Garys. Yes. And they. there's no date on this one. It's, people speculate, is just a reference to the development of the nuclear bomb. Hmm. Uh, so not necessarily scary, but still kind of spooky, especially, spooky. you know, with the with the Gary Coleman thing. Yeah, but they made the mistake of predicting the death of the queen. Now, the rest has been completely debunked. Pretty much. Yeah. Like I said, the the queen can't die. She's one of the seven immortals. I don't know. I got nothing. I got nothing else on that one. Control. So we've got creepy weird. We have government creepy, and then we just have what the fuck were they thinking? Creepy weird would be uh, Polybius. Polybius? Polybus. Polybius. Yeah. Polybus. We're going with Polybus. The, uh,. The urban legend of the mysterious, I was going to call it gaming tower, don't know why, arcade Arcade cabinet. Yeah, arcade cabinet, which exists, 
doesn't exist. Some people call it a rumor. There have been photos of it, but... It's hard nowadays because people have rebuilt it. Yeah. They've rebuilt mm -hmm. the, the cabinets. But as far as we know, in the early 80s, there was a mysterious cabinet that only appeared in Seattle, and it's the, the entire urban legend is grown around it because it only existed for a short period of time. Yeah, and most of that revolved also, around there... the various people that played it. Yeah. Uh, this, this is one of those weird... Trying to work with... <laughs> this is a hearsay kind of myth. Because there are people who are convinced, like, no, I played that back in the 80s. The thing was, half of these arcades that had it don't exist anymore. So you can't find that out. Exactly. And even the ones that did, if I if my memory serves, they didn't have a record of it ever yeah. existing in their in their arcade owner. And or human memory is faulty and the only thing we have to rely on for this. And considering exactly. what the actual gameplay looks like. It's a ripoff of Tempest. Yeah. But the whole fact, like, I mean, if you see it, it's basically take the Twilight Zone, like, spinning circles type of thing, but instead of circles, it's straight lines going down into the middle. This thing looks like it's designed to hypnotize you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so the people who played it uh, would develop headaches, nausea, they'd black out have amnesia and some suicides were also apparently reported to them reported to be allegedly re caused by the machine people would also claim to hear strange noises like women crying or seeing brief flashes of terrifying faces while playing pretty much should be weird and it fucked with your brain Yep. And uh, there's I mean, an I'd, arcade. I'd want to give it a try. I would too. I think uh, that the was... story's fun in an MK Ultra kind of way. Yeah. Especially when you hear the about the reports of, you know, from different arcade owners who claim the game was in their store of strange men in suits appearing from time to time to collect records from the machine. Yeah, and then those stories even vary from just, yeah, creepy men in black came and collected the data to, yeah, creepy men in black came and dismantled the entire thing. Or creepy men yep. in black came and destroyed the cabinet. Or creepy men in black came and just took the cabinet away. Yep. So, the game has, it was made into a real game at one point. Like, now it has. Yeah. So it does exist, but that was long after the supposed first sightings of Polybius. Dun dun. Bum bum bum. But yeah, that would be probably the uh, G-Man creepy factor. Yeah, that's definitely one of the better known. And the just downright fucking disturbing one. While also being, you know, mildly upsetting. 
would be the myth tied to Pokemon Red and Blue. Well, technically Red and Green. Yeah, this one's cool too. This is another instance where we have <clears throat> seizures, headaches, night terrors, and suicide. Yep. And the myth is that in Lavender Town, in the original, it's the original Japanese release of the game, right? Yeah. Yeah. So in the original Lavender Town, the music would make children feel nauseous, headaches, blackouts, and in about 200 cases, according to the rumors, suicide. The music was then changed for the worldwide release of Pokemon Red and Blue. The idea being that there are certain high-pitched sounds that adults can't hear and children can't. Um, obviously, there there's no national news story about 200 kids die. But it is interesting that Nintendo did actually change the music for international yeah. release. So, I mean... Is it true? Is it not true? Probably not true, but... Probably not true, we'll but it's fun. Know. And let's face well, it, Lavender Town has fun. creepy music. Let's it face does. it, Lavender... Pokemon is just creepy. That's true. Have you Pokemon read half itself. of those Pokedex entries for the actual Pokemon? Oh, oh yeah. God. Oh, which one is it where it's just... It's like born of the soul of a child or oh, something? Yeah. The stump? It's a stump that's born of the soul of a dead... Like, it's from a child that got lost and died in the woods. No, Ugh. no. Driftloon, guys. Oh, no. Yeah, Driftloon Drift, is a I was about to bring up Driftloon. Yeah, it's a balloon that lures kids, and when they grab it, it flies them away. In Afro. It takes Afro. children to the world of the dead. That was what the original Pokemon entry said for Driftloon. Like, what the what? shit? What about Abra Twy? Uh, Abra Hypno, I think. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, Hypno. There's whole creepypastas built around Hip. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's whole creepypastas built around well, Pokemon. Yeah, Abra is actually like what used to just be a very strong psychic child. Mm hmm. I mean, half of the Pokemon in the universe, like, if they're, if they're any type of ghost Pokemon, they're the soul of a dead child, somehow. Yeah. Or they steal the souls of children. Because, what is it? Uh, or they're deceased. Gas uh, I think it's Haunter. Like If, you, oh. if you get licked by a Haunter, you get paralyzed and then die. Or yep. it's a deceased Pokemon trainer who carries around the mask that resembles his old face for eternity. Yeah, like, what the hell, Pokemon? <laughs> or the... That's or the doll that's, too. That, that's pretty much just the discarded toy of a child that's now constantly looking for a new child to love it to death. Pokemon's weird. That looks like a voodoo doll. Yeah. Pokemon is weird. Also, I I just on a unrelated note to Pokemon. A game that was born of Creepypasta. Didn't spark Creepypasta, but it was born from Creepypasta. Slenderman? Slenderman. Yeah. And the Specifically, fact that people still commit murders in his name? Attempted murder. 
Yeah. She didn't die. Still. She didn't die. (laughs) But yes. You know, obviously we can't discard Slender Man and Slender the game. Even though it's not like a creepy gaming myth, it is still a creepy gaming game based on a creepy, creepy pasta. Yeah. And if you're not familiar with Slender Man, the eight pages, first off, what the hell rock have you been living under? And secondly, it is a game where you are lost in the woods attempting to collect eight pages of crudely drawn drawings on a notebook paper. And as you go through this creepy forest, your flashlight battery slowly running out, the Slender Man will follow you and appear. And then kill you. There's no actual way to win the game. Even if you get all eight pages, you still die. Yep. That was the whole point. <laughs> you die. But, uh, alright. Uh, I think we have time for one more. Okay, well, before we get to that, I have one that I have to bring up. Okay. This is personal. Because I, Uh-oh. for years, I thought I was not. The OG Xbox dashboard. Like, the one, like, the original Xbox, like, with Halo, Combat Evolved, and Halo 2? That's why I said OG. Okay, just making sure. If you just sat on the dashboard for a while, you'd hear the normal ambient. Um, But if it sat there for too long, you start hearing the creepiest fucking sounds. including, like, ch- distorted chatter and just disturbing shit. And uh, when it was looked into, come to find out, yeah, that's an actual Easter egg that Microsoft put in, and it was uh, radio transmissions from the Apollo missions that were then distorted and tweaked and just randomly play after uh, a set period of time. Really? Yeah. Sometimes they're backwards. Uh, And in the same vein, when I was looking into that, found out that, you know who else does that? Steam. For what? If you just leave Steam, after a while, it'll open. He's cutting and in play. and out. I... If you leave what open? Apparently it the doesn't Steam want app. us to know. If, if I leave Steam no, open on my computer, it'll just start playing random sounds? <laughs> he just hopped out. Oh, God. All right, I'm just going to say, I don't believe... I don't believe this one because I've had Steam open for days at a time and it's never started playing random sounds. Okay, well, this has happened. If you leave Steam running, the Steam player app or whatever will open up and play random audio track. And the way somebody found it is they started hearing, like the first person that ever documented it, just started hearing like crazy screams and footsteps and stuff. Come to find out, it was playing sound files from Amnesia, The Dark Descent. Huh. And they were like, anybody else hear this? And somebody else was like, 
See, I, I thought that it was just trying to teach me a history lesson because I got recordings of an FBR speech. <laughs> oh, you're wait. So it was it was the Steam Media Player app. The Steam Media Player app would open in Steam. But the thing yeah, is, on, the, on mu its own? the music player. I, I mean, I've never had it open itself, but I know what it is. Yeah. And and yeah, allegedly it opens itself. And the thing is, is for the person that had the amnesia one, they did not own that game. <clears throat> like it huh. just Weird. it picks random sound files from random games and plays. I mean, yes, it can. That is something that. Now that I actually have the Steam, like I, I just opened up the Steam Media app, it can pull a lot of different shit, which is yeah. kind of weird. Uh, on a side note, fuck you guys. The Steam is supposed to be the footnote. I want to talk about how freaked out I was about my original Xbox. You jerks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I have an original Xbox, but I never came across it because I never just left it running. Oh, you, Audience. Got a, you got a brief got a brief footnote there about an application you don't understand? I got a 21 questions for you about it. Audience, oh, maybe returns that it's okay for them to go on random tirades. This is what we do. I mean, now that I open the media stuff for uh, on Steam, there's a lot of... <laughs> I, like, I'm scrolling through this, and I'm just confused as to where some of these things came from. Like, I don't even know what, what app you're talking about. So if you, it's under, if you go to the top bar, click view, and it's, music player. It's under tools? No, view, music player. And then on the little window that pops up, click on the far top right where it's got browse music. And I was thinking, like, oh, yeah, it'll just show all my soundtracks, which it does. Like, I've got the Killing Floor 2 soundtrack. I've got Kingdoms of Amalur soundtrack. And then I've got one called Leader Music. And it says Kamehameha Peace, Kamehameha War as the track titles. Huh. And then I've got scenarios where it's a bunch of different languages. And now that I look at it, it's, I think, based on Civ. Yeah. So it, it just takes every audio track from specific games, If I think if they're formatted in a specific way, and tosses them in. So it's any audio file within the Steam files. That's nuts. But yeah, no, oh, Light, I, uh, that is weird. I can understand how that would be freaky if you leave your xbox open and then just all of a sudden you start hearing distorted moon landing yeah and just audio. let me tell you it it's not what it like there's no way in a million years i would have guessed oh that's just you know the astronauts like the shit is creepy that's just now. neil armstrong stepping onto the moon no <laughs> and my my favorite story i found while digging into that one in particular was somebody inspired a YouTube video to include it in their their game myths thing. But their original comment was like, I heard footsteps and banging on the on the walls. And I was like, I remember hearing metal banging in the voices. I don't remember footsteps. 
they're like, I heard footsteps coming down my hall through the surround sound. And, and like, they, they said all this stuff that when the people looked into it are not sounds that are part of it. <laughs> so God knows what that original commenter experienced. His house was, was actually getting broken. Yeah, into. like, <laughs> like he thought it was the ex. No, no, they were getting robbed. <laughs> like it's, it must be coming from the surround sound. It sounds like they're moving all around me. Meanwhile, somebody's upstairs just taking their shit. Just hearing this poor kid lose his mind. Just to- like wow, they're listening to some weird shit. Uh. But yeah, no, that's uh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, Before we hit like one of the big ones, I wanted to cover that. That's fair. Well, the last big one we have, and the last one for this week is one I'm not super familiar with, but I think Light's more familiar with it with than me. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah is uh ben drowned which this is, is everywhere haunted majora's mask if you type in uh majora's mask is like creepy on its own merits yeah yeah um if if you look up video game creepypastas myths urban legends uh spooky stories anything this will be on every list uh anytime somebody is asking for it like this will be in the comments like ben's round is a pretty big one apparently the story itself is really good i didn't actually read it i i did a summary it's i wouldn't say so much good it's very long-winded what makes it what i think makes it like stick out for people is because this one had uh videos and screenshots yeah, I think someone modded the game in order to get that stuff. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's also been turned into an official mod, I believe, just like the Morrowind one. Mm-hmm. Um, but or well, official with quotes, you know. Um, someone made it. But anyway, thing. Ben Ben drowned is a story of a dude as a creepy pasta. I just want to say it starts off kind of dumb. The rest of it sounds interesting, but I hate the opening premise. <laughs> but a dude buys a copy of Majora's Mask off an old man. And the cartridge just has Majora written on it in marker and there's no uh, sticker. And they bring it home and they pop it in and there's a save file on there called Ben. And uh, they're like, okay, well, that's, uh, I'm not going to play that. So they start, they delete it and they start a new game. Uh, But whenever they start up their new game, like, it's kind of glitchy. And all the NPCs are calling them Ben. And as it progresses, like, I I don't know, there's just like, creepier stuff starts happening. Um, random NPCs are dead. Uh, 
there's a point where they boot up the game and uh, it it says Ben oh they uh they they try to to kill their character link by drowning him in in some area in the game I'm not familiar enough with Majora's Mask to know and uh, they whenever the game resets at the title screen the two games that they can load now are Ben and Drown. And that's the thing is like that Ben save file keeps coming back. They have a point where every time they load up the game, Link just like bursts into flames and dies. Uh, there's a moment where he keeps dying over and over and over again. It loads him into the end boss fight against Majora. Um, except Majora keeps doing the laugh of the mask salesman. You've met with a horrible fate, haven't you? Ugh. That happens whenever he's dying over and over. I just want one mod where it just loads Link in and he just never stops screaming. <laughs> it's just the first part of the, yeah, but it's just, yeah. Oh, at one first... point in the... You're just running around. You're not doing anything fancy. You're just screaming. That's what we need. That's what we need to have. Well, at one point in the Ben Drowned story, they load up. It loads them into the end boss fight again. Um, but uh, Link gets lifted up in the air. And uh, like there's video of it. It's, it's pretty neat. He gets levitated up like it's by Majora. The the mask salesman's laugh happens, which is so creepy. Um, he bursts into flames, and then when he dies, he flops over on his back, which is not uh, an animation in it. Right. So it's, it's really good. Uh, look into it. Apparently there are some really good readings of it. Um... But, but yeah, that's all like an hour long. That, that that was my problem with them. Like I'm I said, long winded. Somebody read a shitty, creepy pasta for an hour. Yeah, an hour. Try four videos that are an hour each. Damn. But uh, and with that, thus ends spooky casual. Can I just add a nice little uh, random fact for a creepy game? <laughs> the school in Silent Hill 1 was based on the school from the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie Kindergarten Cop. Awesome. Really? Yes. There are actually Neat. there are actually screen caps comparing like posters that were on the walls to oh, posters wow. that are on the wall in the game or like the entrance to the school is the entrance to the school in Silent Hill. Uh, I got a tidbit when doing this research. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember a long time ago, I brought up how Animal Crossing is about death. Uh, huh. So, you, and... oh, you're, you're just, you're just the Lord of the underworld and you're just making people comfortable. Well, you're a dead kid that goes to limbo, but, um, no, even worse. But I had brought that up to you guys before, and I went searching for 
the original evidence like that talks about how like the turtle guy that drives you and stuff is like representative of an actual Japanese spirit and all that. Anyway, I couldn't find the story that inspired it, but I found so much more evidence that Animal Crossing is all about being a dead kid. <laughs> I mean, you're the only human on that little island, so... Yeah, and it would make sense that a dead kid would be surrounded by, like, their stuffed animals, maybe? That's well, why anytime, all the animal people well, they're look all weird? all spirits. Anytime a neighbor moved is them go actually going to the app. Wow. But sometimes they come back. Uh oh. <laughs> I mean, I never played Animal Crossing, so. Yeah. That makes the new one even more horrifying because you can actually prevent your neighbors from moving. You can kick them out as well. You can forcibly kick them out, or you can just be like, no, no, I like you. Yep. Well, so you are the king of limbo in that one. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. But, uh, all right. So, with that, that is the end of this week's episode. Thank you all for listening. I'm, if you made it this far, thank you. And go check out the stuff that we do on the internet. Links in the description down below. We love you all, and we will see you next week. Bye.